The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth, truth podcast on this uh, Monday morning. Uh, I'm sorry I wasn't able to be in church yesterday as I was kind of finishing up our quarantine section of COVID. I uh, was... Uh, coming down with symptoms earlier in the week and finally when I came to realize it seems to be a little bit too much more than the common cold I tested and of course tested positive and my goal was to stay away no one else in my family got it and we're grateful for that appreciate your prayers it really wasn't too big of a deal uh, kind of a little under the weather for a couple of days but uh, I'm doing well today and I appreciate your prayers and you still being in church and participating we greatly appreciate that today in the next couple of days we're going to take some time to answer some questions that have been submitted over the last couple of weeks. And one of the reasons I really look forward to answering these questions is they have come from different people who are part of our ministry, part of our church. And so what a wonderful opportunity to be able to answer questions. Uh, Currently, we don't have a Sunday school program, so this is a wonderful opportunity for me to be able to answer some specific questions. And these are great, wonderful, foundational questions. And um, so Uh, When we get done with the questions here in a few days, we'll get back to the book of Psalms and try and finish that up. But for the next couple of days, we're going to focus our attention in answering these questions. Now, the first question I was asked, I'll be honest with you, I just don't think I can answer it in one day when these are about 10 to 12 minutes long. And I don't want to go too fast. I don't want to miss some important information. So I'm going to answer this first question today and then tomorrow. So the first question is, how do you know you're saved? Uh, I'm going to preface, first of all, with the idea that there's no way I can tell you or tell somebody they're saved. Uh, That is something they know as the Holy Spirit speaks to them. But what I want to do is I want to give them steps. Um, I want to give them steps to know scripturally how for sure you can know you're saved. So today, what I want to do is talk a little bit today about what salvation is, and can I even say what it is not? And then tomorrow we'll get into a little more detail as to... uh, what is eternal security? How do you recognize the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Things of that nature. And that's what I hope to do tomorrow. So this morning, I want to take this the next few minutes and cover, I think it's four different thoughts under the aspect of the first part, of part one of two of how to know for sure you're saved. So the first one is you have to understand how to get saved. Uh, Romans chapter 10, the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I must at some point have recognized that I am a sinner and that I need to be saved, and that I must recognize Jesus is the only answer for salvation. So I come to him. The Bible says the heart, I believe on righteousness. I believe in Jesus. In my mouth, I confess. I confess upon him. Him, and I call upon him. And so that is, those are the simplistic requirements that simply that I am a sinner, that I recognize Jesus as God, and I'm willing to put my faith in him. Uh, and so that it, it, it's in a bit of a simplistic term, but another verse I think helps us understand that is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. The Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's not something I earn. Uh, the Bible more than once clarifies in Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saves us. He gives salvation. It is a gift. Yeah, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We understand this in what people call the gospel. It's the good news. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When Jesus died upon the cross, 
The Bible says in Hebrews, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So it was his blood shed upon the cross that paid the price for our sin. And then he died and rose again, giving us victory over the grave. Uh, then he says, I offer you salvation through that sacrifice if you're willing to accept it as a gift. And so I do that when I recognize that. Now, I must, be, I must have been called by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says a man cannot be saved except the Father draw him. Simply means I recognize through conviction of the Holy Spirit. Then I, so I recognize I need it. That's really conviction. I recognize I need it, and then I call upon him. Uh, you don't, I, I, you know, I got saved at the age of five, so I don't think you need to be 40 to understand all of this. Um, so the first thing is understanding where salvation comes from. It's not earned. It is a gift. Um, then we understand, you know, did I do it? Did, did I have I called upon him? Have I made God um, my Lord and Savior? Now, there's a lot, we could really dig a lot into that. If, if, have I done it right? Did I say the right words? I hope you be careful. Uh, the Bible tells us to come as faith, come like faith as a child. It's not, we don't have to understand all the details up front. We just have to recognize we need this and call upon him for that. So what it is, and we need to do it. We need to have time in our life when we've asked Jesus to save us. Number three, I think it's important that we understand what salvation is, and really, can I say what it is not? Let me explain that. Salvation is not a feeling. Salvation is faith. He says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And faith is, in Hebrews, the Bible says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, evidence of things not seen. Faith, salvation is not something that I... I excuse me, that I believe in because I can see it. I don't look out and say, well, I see the stars and I see all this, therefore I believe in God. Although I do believe that creation helps us to recognize there is a God. And just my, my human body and the complexity of the human body tells me there is a God. Uh, but that's not that's not himself. Uh, it's, it's, I recognize God through these things, but I must, by faith, trust in him. Let me tell you why. There are days I don't feel saved. Uh, there are just days I don't feel saved. I, I'm having a bad day. I struggle with sin more that day. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm discouraged, depressed, whatever it was be. And if I look at salvation as something that I must generate, if I look at salvation as something that I must um, produce, that I must control, uh, if I'm looking at salvation as something that is on me, uh, then I'm not going to feel saved a lot of the time. So when I get saved, the people say, when I got saved, there was a great feeling. And there's a lot of times when people recognize the day they got saved, they recognize all that comes with it, and that Jesus loves them and forgives them, and that salvation is a free gift. Well, that is going to have a great feeling with it. But there is no feeling connected to it. So that simply means on the days that I don't really feel saved, I am probably still saved. You say, probably, I don't like to make a promise if you never got saved to begin with. Uh, but so it's not a feeling. It's a faith. So on those days where I don't feel very saved, in those days where I've had a really rough day in the area of sinning, I must recognize something, that I did not earn salvation. It was given to me. And tomorrow we're going to talk about this idea of eternal security and can I lose my salvation. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, but we have to understand. So we understand what salvation is, that we must act to do it. We don't, we're not handed it. Uh, number three, the salvation is not a feeling. It is faith. And so it's just me believing that God will do what he promised to do. He says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I've done that and I've made that promise, then I've been told by God I shall be saved. And then in John chapter 10, he talks about the idea of in the book of John, he talks about the idea that, that I, uh, he goes, I am my father, I want and no man should pluck them out of my father's hand. I am held firmly in his hand. Simply means that I've been placed in the hand of God and nothing, nothing can take that away. We'll get into more detail about that tomorrow. Uh, but my salvation is in believing that God will do what he promised 
he will do. And by the way, if God can lie, then he's not God. So we need to recognize that. So let me go to number four, and I think it's an important question that leads into what we'll talk about tomorrow. Number four is simply this, can I sin and still be saved? And the simple answer is yes. Uh, one of the best books you can read and study um, to, to talk about the idea of eternal security and salvation is the book of 1 John. In fact, chapter 5, he says, These things have I written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Well, what are these things he written? Well, the book of 1 John. So reading the book of 1 John is a great help in that area. But simply, in the beginning, end of the, towards the end of the first chapter of 1 John, uh, we, we go to verse chapter uh, 1, verse 8. He says, If you say that you have no sin, you deceive yourselves, and the truth is not in you. What, what's that mean? Every one of us still sin. In fact, the Apostle Paul said that the things that I should do, I don't. But the things that I should not do, I do. It's a very simplistic version of that passage. But simply put, that even as a Christian, I still battle with sin. Here's why. When I get saved, I don't lose that part of me, that human fleshly part of me that wants to do wrong. I don't lose that. When I get saved, I gain the Holy Spirit. And so now I have two spirits. I have my old spirit and the new spirit, the old man and the new man the Bible talks about. And the Holy Spirit helps me to overcome the old man and to gain strength and to grow. It's called sanctification. But when it all comes down to it, I still battle with sin. And sin itself does not eliminate my salvation. In fact, it says in verse 8, if you say that you have no sin, you deceive yourself, and the truth is not in you. And then in verse 9, if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And I'll get into more detail about that tomorrow, basically all that it works. Because a lot of times, some religions teach this. There are certain sins where you will condemn yourself immediately to hell or you'll lose your salvation. I just I don't see in Scripture where that is true. And there's a couple of passages that I'll, I'll explain tomorrow that I think, or maybe in the next, that might be confusing, and we'll try to give some simplistic answers to. But I hope we, uh, these simple basic things, these, these four simple things are necessary before we can dig into the deeper stuff tomorrow. What is salvation? It's the gospel. It's the good news. It's, it's the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Um, it's not works. It's something. It's a gift. Have I received that gift? Have I asked Jesus to save me? Then number three, um, I totally forgot them. Oh, it's not a feeling. It is simply faith. So in the days I don't feel saved, I'm still saved according to the word of God. And then, of course, number four, can I sin and still be saved? And simple answer is yes. Now, those are four simple things we'll dig a little deeper in tomorrow. And again, if we need to, I'll go to a third day. Because I think a lot of people question these things about eternal security and things of that nature. So I hope over the next couple of days this will be a help. I'll tell you, help I didn't rush. I wanted to get those four thoughts in, uh, but I'm telling you, it's amazing when you want to get a lot of information is how quickly 12 minutes go by. Uh, so I hope this was a help. Please, if you have more questions about anything I've said today, maybe something I've said uh, was confusing or brought up more questions, please feel free to email me them. And if I don't necessarily respond through this podcast, I might even just respond by email answering your question back to you. And either way, uh, we'll see which way the Lord leads in that area. So thanks for taking time to join us today. Hope this is a help. Hope even nothing else just equips you and maybe you're answering questions for others or as you try to witness to others. Thanks for the time you've given us today. Thanks for joining us at the beginning of this week. Uh, we look forward to this week as we discuss these questions and hopefully our help and encouragement to others as we teach the Word of God. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow.